Hey, Joey. How are you? Avery, how you doing? I'm good. How are you today? It's Friday. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, it was just like every time I see your material, like I'll hop on LinkedIn or I'll see something like it's not even insurance related. So I didn't even know if that was your background, but like you, you always hit dry spells when you're like, man, I don't have anything to write about, but like everything you put is just so outside the box and I love it. And I love your stuff and I love your content. So it's like, how, how does he think? How does Joey think? Uh, I guess we'll give it a shot. That was my good friend, Avery Moore at ECI Insurance in Piedmont, Oklahoma. And all right, Avery, um, at the risk of being slightly self-indulgent, I think this is more about the, well, let's just call this the, the, the kind of the thought process, the, uh, the, the, um, there's a good word that I'm not, not coming up with at the moment. The, um, the ideation, is that a word? That might be a word. I don't know. The, the, the ability to come up with different angles on things. And I think, um, you know, looking into kind of the way that your, you know, kind of brain uh, reacts to things. And I've, I've kind of been just testing this with people that I know and just kind of hitting them with different things and understanding how they react to certain pieces of content versus how I react to it. And we all definitely get different things out of them. Something that, you know, I, I glossed over and didn't even consider to be important is the main takeaway that somebody else might have. And that's, I think, something to always remember with the stuff that you are creating that you're putting out there because um, it's it's up to the the eye of, it's in the eye of the beholder, right? I think they even made a movie. Ed, Edward, um, what was the name? Ewan McGregor. That's it. Ewan McGregor. I'm pretty sure, right? Um, it's it's all about the person that's gonna you know kind of do what they want with it. Now, I do think sometimes it might be slightly overstated as far as um, you know outside of the box and things like that and doing things differently. Um, but it's it's up to you to kind of. And I think I think really what it comes down to is, um, you know, allowing yourself to look at really everything. I kind of, so the way that I you know my brain's kind of always just looking at everything as a filter of how do I how do I apply that to whatever I need to apply it to right. It's not like I, I just let it be an isolated thing in the moment. It's always kind of connecting dots and bringing things together and. That's kind of how I'm always thinking. Even if it's like, it could be like the most ridiculous kids cartoon. I'm thinking business, marketing, whatever, just in life, universe, everything. And I'm just, it's constantly kind of all spinning and swirling around in there. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's what you do. Maybe it's not. And that's just kind of how it, how it all ends up washing out in my brain. But I, I, this is the other thing, right? This is the other thing. If we're talking about the, the, the process, the, the ability to kind of um, surface ideas. Uh, yes, that's a good one. Uh, how do you surface the ideas that are kind of floating around? And I think one of the other big keys, one of the other big things that that gets lost in the whole shuffle of, of, of allowing yourself that kind of process is you, you, you discredit, you discourage the things that you think of because you don't think that they're unique or special in a way, snowflakey, because they're yours and why would anybody else possibly have them? 
uh, what, this can't be good, right? Because you th- like you you talk yourself out of it, and and that's the thing. The thing that comes most natural to you is going to be the thing that people find the most unique. And always kind of remembering to kind of lean into that, double down on it, just always go back to that. Uh, I, I find it to be interesting, right? So if you're struggling, if you're that person in the agency that has never really thought of themselves as an individual who has ideas and how to apply them to you know creating content, you know generating interest in your business, um, I would say that there's probably something in there. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna guarantee this, but there's a pretty decent shot that the way that you look at something. Uh, is very different than the way somebody else is. And it's just your ability to um, allow that to to kind of surface, to be spoken and said to somebody in a way that is mostly palatable, I think. That's where most of the things go wrong. It's that by the time it gets from the top of the brain all the way out to the end of your mouth, things potentially get a little screwed up. And I, that's, that's where the challenge comes in. That's where I think the practice comes in. That's where the reps come in. Uh, you've got to hit the ball against the wall enough times to know exactly how it's going to bounce every single time. Because when you do, then you have a much better idea of how people are going to react to the things that you are creating. And that will eventually allow you to kind of think outside that box. Well, like, hold on, let me pull up this one I was looking at. Like, even you started, like, the first one I ever saw on you was about getting better video hits. Like, something outside of the insurance world. Like, usually everything you see is, like, Lemonade is making a stand or it's so insurance and you just bust something out that wasn't even insurance, and suddenly it was, like, a huge topic. Like, we had shared it. Young agents here had shared it. It's outside of the box of insurance. So, first, like, were you in insurance or were you in marketing before? Well, I don't know that we need to go over the entire story and just fit, you know, fair, full disclosure. Uh, this, this conversation is working on being six months old now. So, um, relatively, uh, Avery, I believe was new. Um, I was new to the agency nation world. And, um, and so I don't know that she was necessarily familiar with my background, but again, uh, insurance agent, marketing, family agency, all of those things. Yes. Um, however, I believe the, I'm going to guess, like, I'm going to believe the, I believe maybe the one is the secret to better insurance videos, possibly uh, early vlog days that she might be referencing. I'm not entirely sure, but did a couple of videos back then talking about um, you know, how to make your marketing work faster, how to make better insurance videos, things like that. But anyways, um, outside of the box, right? And and again, always keep in mind too, that I think this is like the disclaimer that, that, that maybe we should roll before some of the stuff. Um, you always have to keep in mind the people that you're trying to get the attention of and how their attention needs to be directed towards that thing. Uh, what we do here at Agency Nation to get your attention, you and you know the independent agent, uh, is a little bit different than what you might need to do to necessarily get the attention of Mr. or Mrs. Insurance Consumer, uh, mainly because it's a different relationship. Um, you know, we're looking to build I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not. I'm kind of talking myself out of this. Um, I just feel like we we can uh, we can play with a, a slightly different set of rules in some capacity, not entirely, but uh, there are liberties that I think we can take as far as building an audience that is kind of. Uh, I've I've said this quite a bit. Um, you know, you guys are constantly looking to improve the business, right? So you have a, a reason to want to stay connected to the things that we kind of continue to pump out. Whereas Mr. and Mrs. Insurance Consumer, they really don't. They have no desire whatsoever um, to hear you talk about uh, an insurance policy 
every day of the week or even once a week or not even once a month. I mean, maybe once a month. I don't know. I mean, let's just put it this way. Once you've sold them and the policy's in force and it's working, they're usually okay with that. And it's just a matter of how do you um, continue that relationship? How do you continue to stay in front of them in a way that doesn't want to remind them about the thing they don't want to use and barely wanted to buy in the first place, but they're a responsive human being and they understand the whole logistical financial numbers game of it. Interesting, right? So that's 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 a little bit different. But the whole outside of the box is, is I think, I, I don't know that this is necessarily something that you need to be overly concerned about because a lot of what... Uh, you know, effective insurance marketing to consumers is all about is basically just helping them understand the problems and the challenges they currently face during that kind of intense immediate moment where they need to make a decision. They ha they need to find a solution and it's your job to do everything possible to demonstrate exactly how much you know about that problem and solution, how you can help them solve it uh, because that's what they're going to, to be finding in, in that sort of very utility kind of way. Now, there are obviously other, you know, hey, uh, T-ball, you know, T-shirts and things like that, um, that, you know, that's a whole community situation that's a little bit different. But if we're talking from the, you know, where we this whole thing started, um, if we're talking about, you know, creating ideas, creating content that, uh, that attracts people that, that they find interesting, um, it's very possible, and I mean, we've done this on the show, I think, a couple of times, it's very possible to, you know, create an audience at the ready around a topic that is not necessarily insurance-focused. However, it's, it's a lot harder, uh, one, to just have that general kind of non, nondescript is not very great, but just that general audience that that you would maybe eventually pivot or position over to insurance. But again, the thing I always like to say is however many steps you take away from insurance, you better be prepared to take just as many, if not a few extra back, because you're probably gonna get a little bit lost along the way. So just things to keep in mind, if you will. But the absolute best way to make sure that you never run out of ideas is to listen. But like even when like, like I think you want something about like when like your niche going off kilter and like we've all experienced that like it's just so good so are these like things you've run into like it, are you getting it from mostly like conversations that you're having with people or is it stuff that you've just kind of stored up in your brain from experience from selling I may be guilty from time to time of randomly calling up uh, pretty cool insurance people and just talking to them about what's happening in their world and how they might be adapting to it just occasionally, just randomly, just every so often. And, um, yeah, so answering, answering the question of, you know, where, where do you get it from? And I think you know, I touched on this a little bit in the, um, nine, um, content creation excuses destroyed video a couple weeks back. Um, you, this is something that you got to build into the process, right? You've got to prepare. If you can bake this into the whole production of the thing, it makes it, that much easier of, of how you trigger the ideas. So for take, for example, the thing you are listening to right now and, and the thing that Avery's commenting on, I mean, again, it's, uh, you know, these are conversations, right? It's, it's listening to what people are saying. It's about, you know, connecting that to your previous experiences and then somewhere in between there, making that connection. That's where the magic happens. That's where you're going to think, Oh, I need to approach it from this angle. 
and you'll just be driving down the street you'll be doing something completely ridiculously random and that's when it'll hit you and be prepared to take a note do whatever you need to do because you will probably not have that moment of clarity again for a while and you better not forget it and so yeah so it's all it's about that accumulation it's about the ability I'm, i'm just fascinated with the idea of connecting dots and putting things together and seeing how um you know, it actually works. And, you know, Ryan has said constantly over and over again for everybody that, uh, for the uninitiated is, you know, a lot of what happens here at Agency Nation isn't revolutionary or anything like that. It's just simply applying ideas, tactics, and things that are happening outside of the industry and applying them to insurance. That's where, you know, the magic happens. And same thing, you know, with what you're doing for consumers. Again, there are other industries that are approaching, you know, similarly boring uh, topics that are, you know, not that approachable in a lot of ways and, and look at what they're doing and how they're doing it and then just apply it to insurance. How do you translate what, what is happening? And that's why I often get the question of like, what do you listen to? What do you read? And, and it's like, you know, I, I, I would, I wish it were a lot of other insurance stuff, but it's, you know, it's not tons. It's outside of the industry. It's what can I look to that people are not doing in here that we can do and make it be fresh and relevant. And I think those are just some of the the key points to you know understanding that that creative process the the idea behind the production of ideas and how do you how do you embrace that how do you structure it how do you you know make it a repeatable thing that you don't have to worry about and you're always so I guess for the record just to make sure that you feel okay about the whole thing and, and you don't want to just give up on everything is everybody will run out of ideas. Everybody will not have something to talk about, not have something uh, worth saying for insert, you know, extended period of time, right? It will happen. The only way through it personally is to, you know, crank out a few mediocre to below average things. And that'll, that'll sharpen the sword real quick. That'll, you know, once you get stung with, you know, a piece of content or a comment of "Ah, that could have been more valuable or whatever the thing is, uh, you're going to pay attention. You're going to, the, that'll just, that'll just light the fire. That'll kickstart the ideas. Uh, the worst thing you can do when that happens is nothing because then all you're doing is telling yourself that it's okay not to have any ideas and that there are no consequences for, for not having those ideas. But if you're constantly holding your feet to the fire and, 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 and hitting publish on a, a regular basis, um, it'll sort itself out and, and your 80, 20 rule, maybe 90, 10, even 95, five, if you're, you know, depending on, you know, how high you want to shoot, there's, there's definitely something to be said, uh, for doing that. Because if you do it by yourself, if you do it alone and, and you just let yourself off the hook all the time, then you'll never have any, you'll never develop the, the muscle to, to kind of, um, create under pressure, not to say that you should have to, but, um, you always want to be able to, uh, get those ideas up to the surface as clearly and effectively as possible. With Elevate being only two days away at this point, well, I mean three officially, but two before some of the, you know, the fine folks start trickling in and some of the pre-show festivities kind of get underway, I will uh, have an opportunity to kind of just kind of you know, just kind of do a little surveillance, do a little recon on one of my, one of my, my biggest, I don't like this word, insert the word for pet peeves, Ugh, I hate saying that, whatever that is, one of the biggest things, it's just, I look at it, I'm like, ah, it's unnecessary, it's just one of the most unnecessary things, and that is 
the unnecessary act of overly touching things that will more than likely end up in your mouth. Now just hold on. Um, meaning, like when you're eating, like in public situations, and you know, just it's like an aggressive touching of the food. I just feel like it's unnecessary. We don't. I, I feel like you just need to touch it enough to get it from the plate to your mouth. That's. I mean, if you're using hands. I mean, I'm more of a. I usually opt for silverware in most situations, if possible. But when not, when not, I just pay attention. You know, like the people that, you know, they open the bag of chips and it's not like, I'm not going to keep it in the bag. I'm going to like spread it out on the table. Oh, the table's a whole different story. And like, they kind of like, they kind of spread it out. Like they're counting, like they're taking inventory as if you know, they want to make sure every chip is there. Or maybe my personal favorite, the unnecessary breaking of a cookie. It's like, I'm going to break this thing up into like five pieces. I'm going to eat individually each piece instead of just kind of holding the thing, you know, just one solid spot and attacking it from all sides. Um, I'm curious to see, I'm curious to find out the unnecessary touchers in the audience at Elevate and um, and just their overall food consumption habits. I'm, I'm very, I'm weird like that. So um, I have a feeling this is going to create quite a few awkward conversations in the next uh, 48 to 72 hours. My fault though, did it to myself, really no one to blame. Uh, at any rate, if you are at Elevate, come find me, I'd love to say hi, uh, judge you in any way, shape or form on some of your personal etiquette, that's always an option. Uh, otherwise, um, email joey at agencynation.com if you want to give me a heads up that you're going to be there ahead of time, that's always fun. Otherwise, be sure to head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter and uh, get all the good stuff that happens there Sunday morning stuff and you know all the other great things I, I don't even have I don't have anything but it's good stuff right be on the Agency Nation newsletter I don't know why you're not if you haven't agencynation.com slash newsletter <laughs>